What's up, Hyperfast Agent? On this episode of the podcast, I sat down with someone who's been a real estate investor for nearly 20 years. He got his start in 2003, did 18 deals in his first 18 months. He focused on rent-to-own properties, has now done a lot of multifamilies in the last several years. He's created educational content and podcasts and has become one of the leading authorities and trainers for mom-and-pop investors, people looking to learn how to raise money for their first, second, third, fourth deal. Welcome to the show, David Dubois. Welcome back to the show today, David. How are you doing? Dan, I am fantastic. Great to see you again, my friend. Yeah, it's uh, it's exciting to have you back on, particularly today, because I know you've got a new podcast and um, you know a new type of training and uh, educational you know series that you've been rolling out about how investors that are starting or have never raised capital before can do it. And I think there's, um, you know, a lot of good areas we can talk about or where that could apply to one of them though, that I think we should dive in a little bit today is on short term, uh, rentals, because that has been a hot spot in the market and, you know, everyone loves the high cash flow you can get, but, um, you know, why don't you give yourself a little bit of a background for those who, you know, didn't see the first episode we did, and then we can, dive into how you might raise capital if you are looking to get your first Airbnb. Yeah, no, that sounds great. So thanks, Dan. Yeah, so I've been in the real estate game one way or another since about 2000, well, actually 2001. Started off doing a couple of what we would call pre-foreclosure deals way down in San Jose, Costa Rica, which is where I was living for about 10 years. Moved my traumatized Costa Rican family Back to Canada in 2003, I say traumatized because it went from the tropics to the frozen hinterlands of of Canada, and uh, that's where I jumped into real estate investing, doing creative, low money, no money down type deals for for a while, then switched into single family homes around 2010, uh, and that's where I started raising capital for deals because sooner or later, we tend to run out of cash Mm. and credit to do more properties. Uh, so that's when I bumbled around, failed miserably at raising capital initially, trying to do all the, you know, old school, uh, dialing for dollars, networking, schmoozing, all that kind of stuff that I wasn't very good at. Uh, plus I was, I was raising, I was doing it backwards, right? I'd, I'd heard the old adage, just find a good deal and the money will find you, which I think is complete BS. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of people say that and you know, it's. I, I think it's, a lot like, of people it's like say half, that. half truth at most. <laughs> well, I think if somebody's in your position at this time, or they've got a platform, or they've got a large group of followers, then yeah, that can work. So that's that's where that comes from. However, if you're a mom and pop real estate investor just getting started, and you wait till you got a deal on the go, kind of like I did back in the day, then it doesn't really matter how good that deal is. If you're under real time crunch to raise the money that desperation is going to ooze out of every pore in your body and, and it's going to kind of mm. repel people instead of attracting them. So I switched my philosophy. I went from chasing the money to applying uh, intelligent marketing to get investors coming to me instead of me chasing after them. So that worked really well for my, for myself. 
Uh, we've started working with clients because I've got a marketing background. So now we've got basically a boutique marketing agency. We work with mom and pop real estate investors, help them implement everything to raise capital themselves, find their own private investors. So that's uh, in a snapshot, my background. Well, what, um, what would you tell someone who's looking to buy an Airbnb and, mm-hmm. um, you know, that that's going to be double digit, you know, cash on cash returns, but they don't have the capital to do it. Yeah, that's a really good question, Dan. So first of all, hopefully you've done one or two deals on your own, under your own mm-hmm. financial steam. So you've got a tr- little bit of a track record. You don't have to have a ton of experience, but at least even just one successful deal is all you really need to show as a case study. Now, if you're starting absolutely from scratch, it's your very first deal. You don't have any cash. You don't have any credit. You don't have any experience. That's tougher. I'm, I'm not going to blow smoke at you. That's There's no simple yeah. answer to that. I would highly recommend if you at all can do a deal on your own, do that. Or partner with somebody who's already doing those kind of deals. Come on board with your own capital and or your own sweat equity. Get a piece of that deal and then get involved that way so that you pay to play. And you can use that as an example, as a case study. Does that make sense, Dan? So ideally, you've got at least one under your belt. Now... <laughs> we've yeah, got the this track whole... record helps oh it's huge i mean and, and if, if you don't have like let's if you haven't done your first deal that way you know another thing you could do is go out and manage an airbnb for someone right like there's other ways to kind of get in and, and get something that you can point to to help boost right your you, you either put in actual money into a deal or you put your own time effort and sweat into a deal to hopefully, instead of just getting paid by the hour or whatever, you're getting at least, even if it's just a sliver of equity in the deal, that way you can legitimately hold that up and say, hey, here's a project I've been involved in. Does that make sense, Dan? Yep. Yeah. So then then if, you're, if you've got that, let's assume somebody's got one or two deals under their belt, then it's so much easier. And then we go through what I call my money partner formula process here. And basically, it's all about creating a target group of potential investors uh, focusing, laser focusing on them. That's the easiest, fastest, quickest, safest way to get started with raising capital because so many people charge out and they're trying to raise capital from the general public. Big, big mistake. Plus it can be mm. illegal. Not giving any legal or financial advice here, right? But you got to be careful of the Securities and Exchange Commission. So again, laser focus, focus on a target group of potential investors. Have a really good um, marketing platform set up. Have a really good presentation you can show people about that and then get started on the right foot not by talking about business right off the get-go chances are that target group of people a lot of them haven't heard from you in a while so break the ice first we call that a warm-up campaign and then set the stage for the marketing that's going to be coming down the pipeline then it's it's a what my favorite thing is is what's called edutaining marketing dan so we want to get the word out via electronic newsletters, video logs, blog posts, what have you, in a slightly, a little bit of educational manner, but hopefully a bit of an entertaining manner as well. And our whole goal is not to sell a deal, it's to sell people on the idea of meeting with us and having a conversation about our deals. Hmm. Yeah. I, I like that idea of uh, um, edutaining them, uh, right? And, and, and building that credibility and that relationship 
up front, um, you know, before you ask them for money. I think that, yeah, that, that, that helps a ton. Right. Yeah. What are, what are some examples of that? How do you, how do you do that? Of that edutaining marketing? Yeah. Yeah. So for example, when we're working with clients one-on-one, we will set up a monthly newsletter that'll be going out to their list of potential investors and part of that newsletter is educating them about, for example, if I know you, part of what you do are, are Airbnbs. So let's say you were trying to raise capital for doing more Airbnb deals, then you'd be educating people about the big benefits of Airbnb. But you don't go overboard in one newsletter. You just have bite-sized chunks, right? And then in the same newsletter, you talk a little bit about what you and the family have been up to. Not, mm. not real estate related, just personal related. You, the kids, the wife, all that kind of good stuff pictures, trips you've been on, favorite movies you've seen, that kind of stuff, right? So it's a little bit educational, hopefully a little bit entertaining. It engages people. And then we have a clear call to action. Hey, if you'd like to find out more about what we're up to with real estate investing and how you can benefit, click on the link below, book a time and a call, uh, a day and a time for a, a quick call. Let's have a conversation, see how this could work for you. Hold that thought for a second. Did you know I've been involved in developing and building hundreds of homes? And did you know that we take partner investors in our deals? If you want to learn about new opportunities that we have for real estate investors, go to my Instagram account, it's the Dan Lesniak, and send me a direct message. Again, if you want to learn about my next opportunities for real estate investor partners, go to my Instagram at the Dan Lesniak and send me a direct message. Yeah, I, I, I love all of what you just said like you're giving um value you know information you're making a personal connection in there by giving them the family update and then you know a way to a way to connect with you a clear call to um, action tell them exactly right. what you want them to do exactly what um <clears throat> what are some different ways that you've seen these you know these raises or uh you know, capital infusions at the beginner level, small level, like how, how are they typically structured? Yeah. So for example, let's, let's use the Airbnb example there. Quite often what we'll see is um, our clients will focus on getting an investor partner on board. Who's going to bring in the capital for the down payment to purchase the property, uh, potentially the capital for doing the renovations on the property, even perhaps the capital for furnishing the property so the investor brings in all of the capital. The um, real estate entrepreneur brings in the deal, brings in the management, brings in the know-how, brings in the experience. And they partner on that as a joint venture. Perhaps they both go on title on the property and uh, they, they have co-ownership on that property. But they have mm. their, their responsibilities very clearly defined. And then typically in that kind of situation, it's usually a 50-50 revenue split. Okay, so profit, I should say, not revenue. Fifty fifty profit split. In this scenario, you're kind of valuing the capital to do the deal at fifty percent, and then finding the deal, putting it all together, managing it, is valued at fifty percent. Exactly. As well. Yep. Yeah, that's how um, that works. Same thing with birds or uh, all sorts of single family homes, small multis, lots of different things are done that way. Is this something that is complex to 
set up or, you know, how do you kind of legally paper paper that? What's the simple Well, it's going to depend. We work that. with clients all across North America. So the laws are a little bit different in the States versus Canada. State to state is slightly different. So we always recommend that our clients talk with a local real estate attorney and find out what is the best way to structure that. Uh, in some cases, it might be done within a corporate structure. Uh, in other cases, it might just be the two people on title in the property. Typically, in the States, it's done via a corporation. Okay. So basically, talk to some local. Exactly, because every state's uh, slightly yeah. different, right? What What else should people know about about you know raising capital at these levels? Well, okay, so here several philosophical things that we can be taking a look mm-hmm. at. First thing is, which comes first, the money or the deal? In my opinion, you should be getting your investor prospects lined up ahead of time and then go looking for the deals. Because we hear all the gurus say, hey, find a good deal, the money will find you. Eh, I don't agree with that. So it's far, far better if you've got a bunch of what we would call soft commitments or people have signed off on an expression of interest saying, hey, you know what, Dan, when you've got a one of these Airbnb deals, I want first dibs, I want first uh, opportunity to, to take advantage of that. Get a number of those people lined up then you can go out, you can make offers, you can close on properties, you can negotiate a lot harder because you know that you've got the capital lined up to do it. So that's mm. that's idea number one. The other thing is uh, consistency, right? Because a lot of people, I'm sure you've seen this as well, are very hit and miss when it comes to, especially their, their capital raising marketing, right? So they've got a deal on the go. They hustle, hustle, hustle. You hear all sorts of stuff from them. And then maybe they raise the capital, maybe they don't, but then it's crickets until there's the next deal. And then Mm. it's hustle, 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 hustle. Again, I disagree with that. I think you should always be communicating with your list of prospective investors. That's why we recommend weekly communications. You should always be having these investor meetings and you should always be getting, building up that core group, getting those investor ducks in a row, getting those people lined up, ready to go. So uh, consistency is super important. Plus, I mean, think about this. Um, if you're asking somebody to invest $100,000, $150,000 with you to do a deal, they want to know that you're a reliable, consistent kind of a person, right? So if you're, if right. you're not showing that, if you're not showing up that way, that's going to damage your credibility with your investors. Yeah, I, I think that that weekly newsletter is such a good format and and to include those elements and you know even when you're not actively raising money for a deal just giving them updates on what you're seeing in the market or how your current deals are doing and you know what you might be looking for in the future what's going on in your life all of that uh, makes a big difference yeah so that's why we also recommend that you that you shake it up a little bit so for example Perhaps the first week of the month, you might send out that newsletter. And then the next week, it might be a short blog post. And then the following mm. week, it might be that, that idea like you had, a video, a short video. Hey, here's, here's some of the, the big, one of the big benefits of investing in Airbnb. Or here's an example of a deal that we're working on or something like that. So, so mix it up, shake it up a little bit so it's not always the same thing coming out. Hold that thought for a second. Are you a new real estate agent looking to jumpstart your career? Or perhaps you are an experienced agent looking to build and scale and get to the next level. 
If you are, I've got great news for you. After building and scaling multiple real estate businesses, I am now taking my real estate team to all 50 states. In fact, it's going to be international. I'm going to offer cutting edge technology, training in lead generation, team building, investing, and additional opportunities to build revenue streams. If you are interested and want to learn more about this opportunity, send me a text message directly to my cell phone, 703-638-4393. Again, text me at 703-638-4393. What, what else should, should people think about or, or where can they go to learn more? I know you've got a new podcast yeah. specifically geared for this type of investor. Well, one of the other tips I want to leave your, your viewers and your listeners with is this, and that is, again, I don't claim to be a security specialist or a, a mm. lawyer or anything like that, but I see so many people making big, potentially disastrous mistakes when it comes to raising capital, and that is they start pitching their deals everywhere to anyone. Right, especially on social media, we see this all the time on Facebook. Hey, I've got this great deal. DM me, you know, it's going to get this kind of ROI. DM me if you'd like details. Well, that's pretty dangerous, right? Because my understanding is it's actually illegal for us as mom and pop real estate investors to directly solicit investors from the general public, right? Unless you're licensed to do so, or unless you're set up with specific uh, exemptions or offering memorandums or specific corporate structures yeah now if, if you've set up like a 506 c I, I believe is the the number uh yeah you can set up you can do that direct exactly general solicitation but but that's you're probably not doing that for a single 20, airbnb <laughs> yeah it's about 20 it's about twenty five thousand dollars in in legal work yeah. to get that going so you know that's something that you probably don't have to think about until you're like raising a million bucks at a time yeah, for, or, for multiple know, so, different investors yeah. at the same time. So, yeah. so if you're again, a mom and pop just getting started, don't do that. Don't, don't be blasting everything out to everybody and anybody laser focus in on your existing network, your friends, your family members, your coworkers, business associates, people you have that pre-existing relationship with, right? Because we got to think about it. If, you don't have a huge track record in real estate. And if you don't have much of a track record working with other investors, quite frankly, who else is going to invest with you, right? You got to focus on, on people that, you know, for somebody to invest 50 or a hundred grand with you, they need to know you, like you, and trust you. If you focus on your target group of your network, they already know you, they already like you to a certain degree. They already mm. trust you. Maybe not with a hundred grand yet, but you're much closer. So that's what we do with our clients is let's, to get started with, let's laser focus in on your existing network first. That makes sense. Oh, I love that, David. Yeah. Um, and where where do they find the podcast? Yeah, man. So I, I'm really excited because I've just launched a brand new podcast called the How to Raise Capital 101 Show for Real Estate Investors. You can find that anywhere you like to listen to podcasts, the How to Raise Capital 101 Show. Or you can check it out at raisecapital101show.com. And here's the whole goal, Dan. The whole goal is to help newbie capital raisers raise their first six figures in a matter of weeks and even their first seven figures in a matter of months uh, without chasing after investors by attracting investors to them instead of having to pick up the phone and dial for dollars or network or schmooze or do any of those salesy kinds of things. So 
Again, that's the uh, How to Raise Capital 101 show. How to Raise Capital 101 show. Make sure you guys check that out. Before we wrap up, I always like to end with the hyper fast round if you're ready for some rapid fire. I'll give it my best shot, my friend. All right. Biggest piece of advice to a new real estate investor? Uh, Get good education, ideally from Mm. somebody locally that's doing what you want to do. All right. Um, what's a common mistake you see successful investors making? Ah, starting to ri- starting to just kind of lay back on their laurels, right? Rest on their laurels. So mm. you always have to be marketing. You never want to take your 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 foot off the pedal there. So don't get too confident. <laughs> All right. If you had to start from scratch. You couldn't take your money or your connections with you. Only the knowledge you've gained from everything you've done. What's the first thing you'd do? The first thing I would do would be to jump right into a specific market and and make as many new connections as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. So build that network exactly. up. Join the jo- join a local RIA, join a local uh, real estate investment meetup. Those kind of things. Get in there. Actively participate. Don't just sit back and, and passively wait for things to happen. When you're not working on real estate or teaching others about it, what are you most likely doing? My wife and I love traveling. We just recently got back from an amazing trip to the Balkans in Europe, the Balkans in Greece. We spent about uh, 19 days there. That was absolutely mm. phenomenal. Our next trip is booked for uh, Spain and Portugal. So we love traveling. All right, last one. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? I see myself doing what I'm doing right now because I love what I do. Awesome. Uh, One last time before we sign off, uh, how do people find the podcast and then how else can they connect with you? Thanks very much, Dan. So again, the new podcast is called the How to Raise Capital 101 Show. Anywhere you listen to podcasts or raisecapital101show.com is the best place to find me. Uh, my main website is called moneypartnerformula.com, moneypartnerformula.com. All right. Check out the moneypartnerformula.com. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, watching, listening. Make sure you share this episode with other people that could benefit from it. And we will see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure and go to hyperfastagent.com to learn about upcoming in-person and online events. And don't forget to share this show with someone that you think could benefit from hearing it and make sure you subscribe on YouTube or anywhere that you can find podcasts. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyperfast Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyperfast shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests and improve our shows. So give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time. Hey guys, thanks for sticking around to the end. I hope you enjoyed that video, and if you want to see more, click right here. And if you want 100 real estate tips from my best-selling book, click right here to download them instantly. And if you're new to this channel, click below to subscribe.